The rapture is our blessed hope. Peace from your brother John that is blowing the trumpet, sounding the alarm that the great day of the Lord is near and it gets saved today before the Lord's wrath comes. And it's as simple as believing in the gospel of Jesus Christ for your salvation, trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, the Son of God who shed his precious blood on the cross and died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again on the third day to give us life everlasting with him in paradise forever. Grace to you, brothers and sisters, and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. I just want to talk about our blessed hope today, as is uh, stated in Titus chapter 2, verses 12 through 14, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. As the rapture draws near, and as the world is heading closer and closer into the great tribulation, we look to the scriptures and God's promises for our future. Scriptures like Jeremiah 29:11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Okay, and, and verses like 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9. Every It says, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but just reading these verses... And seeing what God what awaits us when we meet Jesus it just really it truly blesses my heart and my soul my spirit just rejoices so I just want to share some of that joy that I get from these verses that really bless me and just fill me with this incredible hope uh, I just want to share these verses with you guys and uh, I hope that these verses bless you as well so starting with verse uh, in Revelation, it's chapter 21, verses 1 through 7, and it says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the waters of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. I will be his God and he shall be my son. So I love this. I love this scripture here. Uh, he calls us his son, 
We are his children. He wants us to inherit all things. We just really see the heart and the love of God here in this verse. He doesn't want to see his children hurting or in pain. He just wants he he, he just wants to love us. He just wants to to heal us and he doesn't like to see all of that and when we're not we're never going to hurt again we're not going to ever cry or feel any sorrow the former things are all going to be they're all going to be just passed away and he's going to make everything new so no matter where we are in life or you know what troubles come towards our way you know sometimes things happen in life that just get us down or depressed but we always know that we have the blessed hope of the scriptures from God his promises that that just great joy awaits us in our future and that we're going to spend eternity with him in 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 paradise everything that he has created for us for example the new jerusalem In Revelation uh, 21 verses 9 through 15 it reads then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me saying come and I will show you the bride the lamb's wife and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city the holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God having the glory of God her light was like a most precious stone like jasper stone clear as crystal also she had a great and high wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gates and the names written on them were the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel three gates to the east three gates to the north three gates to the south and three gates to the west now the wall of the city had 12 foundations and on them were the names of the 12th apostles of the lamb and he and he who talked with me had a, a gold reed to measure the city its gates and its walls so just as jesus states he says these things i have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i have overcome the world and because Jesus overcame the world our faith in him allows us to also overcome the world as as stated in 1 John chapter 5 verses 5 which says he who is he who overcomes the world only the one who believes that Jesus is the son of god and we we also have more of his promises For example, another one of my favorite verses in the Bible is in John, it's uh, chapter 14. And it's and it says, uh, "Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also." and where i go you know and you know the way and thomas said to him lord we don't know where you're going how can we know the way and jesus said to him i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me so 
So here we know that Jesus has been preparing a place for us, for each and every single one of his sheep that believe on him and trust on him for salvation. This here is our blessed hope. And and it could be no, it could be no greater. It's just an amazing, amazing hope that we have that our future is going to be way better than the beginning, how everything started. This world is a mess. And uh, no matter how, how good our best day on this world will ever be or ever was, it has, it's, it's nothing compared to what's ahead and what's in store for us. So we always uh, can look forward to to that blessed hope that we have that one day Jesus is going to return. That trumpet is going to sound. We're going to be raptured and caught up to him. And, and that's that's it. All of our troubles, everything that we, you know, all the troubles of this world are going to be gone in just in just a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. We know that that Christ has everything planned out. Everything's going to be perfect. Uh, he's going to wipe away all of our tears. You know, we won't have any more troubles or problems or pain. And this is why, even though we see the world just falling apart right now, and when, when hard times come, we can always fall back on God's promises because everything in this life is just temporary. It's all going to fade away like the grass, but the word of God lasts forever. And this is why he says to lay up treasures in heaven. Okay. In Matthew chapter six, verses 19 through 21, he says, do not lay up for yourself treasures on the earth where the moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And this verse cannot be more true. Uh, You know, where our hearts are set, if we have our hearts set on the things of the world, then we're setting ourselves up for to be crushed by the world. And, and, uh, you know, when, when the things, when this world starts falling apart, we're, we're head, we're heading towards depression and anxiety and all types of, uh, you know, things that are just that, that come with this world, right? There's the, the cares of this world. But if we set our hearts on the things of heaven and, and on, and on God, then we're setting ourselves up just for for faithfulness because we know that his word is true and he is faithful and he doesn't want to harm us or to hurt us but just to bless us and to pour his love out on us so you know we always want to make sure that his word is our foundation and our foundation is on christ because he is the word of god and uh when when whenever if if our hearts are set on the things above and our hearts are set on heaven and, and not on the things of this world, then when when the troubles come from this life, from, from this these earthly troubles, it's not gonna phase us as much as it would with people that don't have any hope, that, that they don't know God, they don't have the blessed hope, they don't have the promises that are that are awaiting us in the fu- in the future. And uh, to me, I mean, that's just, 
I, I can't imagine being in the darkness like that. You know, it's just, it's horrible. And this is why so many people are committing suicide and are just, you know, completely depressed and um, they, they have no hope. And it's just so sad. It's so sad. And this is the reason why it's important that once we get saved, that we have to share the same knowledge and the, the same blessings that we have with the people that are in darkness. Because uh, even if they don't want to get out of that darkness immediately, right away, you know, as long as we're planting seeds, perhaps that's, that seed is going to sprout someday. And hopefully it'll be before the Lord returns. Because we know that the time is short and that Jesus is coming soon. So, uh, so sorry, you know, I know that I digress, but uh, let me just go ahead and get back to some more verses that really just lift my spirits. And, you know, whenever I think about the future, whenever I think what God has in store for us ahead, I mean, it just really fills me with joy. Okay, and then I'll just go ahead and wrap things up because I don't want this video to be too long. Uh, in Revelation chapter 22, verses 1 through 5, it says, And he showed me a pure river of water, a pure river of water of life. It was clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its streets and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They, they need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servant the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Now, when, when I try to picture New Jerusalem and just all of us living together with God, just overflowing with just tremendous joy that just cannot be described with words, and in a beautiful city made of pure gold the most and the most precious stones, and just living in peace with no evil, no more crime, no more sin. It's just, it's incredible. I just, I just get so excited thinking about it. And I just, it's just going to be paradise. You know, the way, this is the way that God always intended it to be. And I'm sure that when God had creation and plan, he already, he knew the end from the beginning and he saw the end and it was good. And this is the reason why, um, you know, God went forth with the creation because he saw the ending and, and the ending is going to be better than the beginning. And um, it's just beautiful promises that, that we have in store for us, all of those people, all of us that trust in him just it's going to be incredible and 
God, and I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty, the Lamb, are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, for the glory of God did light it. And the Lamb is the light thereof, and the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it, and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no light, no night there, and they shall bring their glory and honor of the nations into it, and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defile it, neither whatsoever work of abomination, or make it the lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. So this is why it's important that we want to make sure that we're saved, because once you're saved and you're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, you're written in that Lamb's book of life. And that these are for all the people that have faith in Jesus Christ, who is the Lamb of God. This is His book. And He knows His own sheep. He knows those that trust in Him, that believe in Him with all their hearts. And they're just waiting for Him to come. Don't, uh, if, if that's you, then, then that's great. But we have to bring others to Christ because the time is short. And if that's not you, then you want to make sure that you do get in that book. And it's as simple as just really trusting in God, just believing in the good news and, and, and truly believing it with your heart. Because God is he's so graceful and he's so loving and he's so kind. And right now we're in the age of grace where it's really easy to get saved. Uh, he'll forgive you of all of your sins, your entire life, your past, present, and future. You just need to put your trust in him and believe that he paid the price for it all on that cross. You accept him as your Lord and your Savior. You, you will be saved. Just it's it's all by faith. He, he did it all for us. So just set your minds on His promises and the things above, and just know that He is coming for us soon. And we as Christians, this is our blessed hope. This is what we're looking forward to, and and, and our joy is going to be without end when we're with Him. And uh, our life has not even begun yet because our true life starts when we meet Jesus and we're, when we're living with him forever. Okay, that's when our, our, our real life is going to start. This world is just like a blink of an eye. We're here today, we're gone tomorrow, but eternity is eternity. And that's when our real lives are going to begin. So now to anyone that just really truly hasn't believed on Jesus Christ for their salvation, Today is the day to get saved. Uh, you can have all of his promises that I just mentioned, and there's so many more promises in the Bible, in the scriptures, and I recommend that you read the Bible. But uh, just know that all of this, God wants us to inherit all things, and there's going to be no more tears, no more thirst, no more hunger. Everything's going to be perfect. And, you're, and we're going to be like overflowing with just true joy forever. Okay, but, but, but you need to get saved today. Okay, because time is running out and we are living in the last days. The rapture is going to happen soon. And once that trumpet is blown, it's going to be too late. Okay, because this is the end time that we're living in. 
and uh, you need to get on the ark okay because these are like the days of noah and it's like right before the flood came okay and the flood this time is going to be the wrath of god and uh, this world is heading towards great tribulation destruction and the wrath of god is coming on everyone that rejects jesus christ as their lord and their savior so you must get saved today seek the lord now while it's still day a night is coming when the lord is going to return and it's going to be too late you will be left behind when the rapture happens and you will have to endure the seven-year great tribulation and i just plead with you to get saved today because trust me you do not want to be here to endure that the wrath of god for seven years this is no joke the seven-year tribulation is going to be hell on earth. And getting saved is as simple as just believing on the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, trusting on Him, on His finished work, that He is who He said He was, the Son of God, the great I Am. For the Father and the Son are one. The Father is in the Son, and the Son is in the Father. And He existed from the very beginning, before the world was even created. Jesus was the Word of God, and, and, and He was with God in the beginning, and, and Jesus was God, okay? All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made, okay? He came down from heaven. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen by angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed in the world, received up into glory. He lived a perfect and sinless life. He is our lamb without blemish, our sin and our peace offering to God. His blood was the price that was paid for all of our sins. With the blood he shed on the cross, he gave his life to save us from the penalty of our sins, which is death. It's the death penalty. But God... He was buried and he rose again on the third day to give us life everlasting, eternal life. It's his free gift to us. We receive it by faith. And because he rose again, we have the promise that we will rise again also. If we die, we will rise again and we're going to have eternal life. And for those that live when he comes, they will never die. Okay, they're going to be raptured and taken to heaven and they will never taste death. Okay, those amazing promises. It's a free gift. As easy as just believing on him. The scriptures say in Romans 10, chapter 9, verses uh, through 13, it says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As the scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame, for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Beautiful promise. Everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay, this is what the scriptures say. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 1-5 states, Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, 
which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved, if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I receive I pass on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he raised again on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, which is Peter, and then to the twelfth. So don't wait another second. Trust in Jesus. Trust in him today. Call on him now. Just get on your knees. Cry out to Jesus. Save me, Lord. If you knock, the door will be open. Seek him and you will find him when you seek him with all your heart. Okay, because the Lord, he knows the heart. He knows the heart of all men. Okay, everyone. He knows all of our hearts. So just just know that it's, it's so easy. Okay, just don't wait any longer. Just believe in him today. Okay, until next time. Until next time, God willing. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all, and my love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen and Maranatha.